Hello, my friend, my fellow business building warrior. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. It's great to have you along for a super short midweek episode. I try to do this once a week or so where I get in, get out, make the point that I have to make, hopefully provide a lot of value to you and you can move on with your day very quickly with a few nuggets, a few lessons that I've learned over the years after having coached 7,000 students and grown our team and sold well over $100 million of products and services online. It's a pretty incredible vantage point that I've achieved over time, having made a lot of mistakes and met a lot of incredible people, learned a lot of valuable lessons. I'm going to break down a short note that I got from a member of this community. It's someone who's actually been interviewed on this podcast, and he prompted me and reminded me I wanted to record a podcast episode, a very short one, on the very topic that he mentioned. And this is a topic of regular discussion in our Facebook group, actually, right now for the past several months, actually, Adam and Emily Brusso, a couple of great leaders on our team, in our Facebook group, every Monday, they call it Motivational Monday, they go live and they talk about mindset and motivation, right? It's a big topic. And of course, there's many, many things that could be said. But I wanted to make three or four very quick, very specific, actionable strategies that you can deploy in your life that will increase your level of motivation and excitement about really anything that you're into, anything that you're doing. It doesn't just apply to business. It can be, you know, whatever ambitious goals that you have for the new year or for whatever things that you're trying to do right, you're trying to do them with more enthusiasm, you know, all the important areas of life, your relationships and your family, your financial situation, maybe some friendships that you're trying to improve. These strategies work in all those arenas. But since we're a bunch of business building warriors, I'm going to talk through specifically, hopefully today, and and help you apply these to business. So here was the question. Here was the letter I received. It was a personal note. And he said, man, I'm just, I'm not motivated. This student is doing $10,000 in sales every month, which is a great income. He's a younger guy, really satisfied with where he's at, but he's finding it hard to be motivated. He's finding it hard to have the right mindset that he knows he should have to continue growing and expanding. Now, it's a slightly different message that I would share with a young single guy versus somebody who, say, is an older guy in their 50s or 60s with a family, maybe the kids are getting older, moving on. There's there's a few different applications here based on where you're at in life. But for the most part, these are pretty general rules that apply to all of us. And these aren't things I came up with in my infinite wisdom. These are time-tested, timeless truths that I've learned from mentors. These are all biblical I could dive in and give you the scriptural references where all of these can be backed up with biblical principles and other modern psychology business books. For example, you're going to find these ideas. Let's say, actually, there's probably five really quick. I'm going to go through these as as fast as I can, and these are all very specific. The first one, there was a study done by the large insurance company. I believe it was MetLife. I'm almost positive. They hired thousands and thousands of sales reps over the decades that they'd been in business. And they did a research study to try to figure out what are those common elements among their top achievers, those people who really do well over the long term. They constantly perform year after year after year. What is it that they have in common? Because they're hiring thousands of new people to go into these sales roles every year. What should they be looking for? to ensure that these people turn out to be great reps producing great numbers. And they looked and studied every imaginable category that they could track and measure and find. And maybe you want to pause the episode right now and see if you can take a guess what it is 
that they found was the common element, the only common element that they could identify in the vast majority of virtually every one of their top performers had this. And the lower performers virtually never did. The people who kind of came in and moved on very quickly, didn't perform, they lacked this. And if you want to pause the episode now and think about it, maybe you could write it down. It's a single word and you can take a stab at it if you'd like. Give it some thought for a moment. But I'm assuming that uh, you want to hear the answer at this point. If you haven't hit pause yet, the answer they discovered after a lot of money spent and a lot of research done, it wasn't high aptitude. It wasn't introvert, extrovert. It wasn't intelligence or whether they went to college or not, or whether they were married or not, or what age they were, male, female, race, all that had absolutely nothing to do with, obviously. It was one character trait that they all shared in common, and that was optimism, a positive mental attitude. And if you study modern psychology, or if you've studied the Bible, you know that a positive mental attitude, being an optimist, is not a character trait. It's a decision that you make. Now, you can't turn on the optimism button. You can't just hit a button in the morning and go, today I'm going to be an optimist. And with the determination, I'm going to just be positive about everything. It's almost physically impossible. It's a mental gymnastics required to just force yourself to be optimistic is extremely difficult. What isn't difficult, however, is to trigger optimism. And there's a very simple trigger to optimism. And this is the specific step here. Gratitude. Writing down things you're grateful for. All of us have many, many things that we can be very grateful for any given day. And if we focus on those, especially early in the morning, or even as my good friend, Rabbi Daniel Lappin suggests, write a few of them down, that act of expressing gratitude in written format or spoken is going to trigger optimism inside of you. You can't just turn optimism on, but you can be grateful anytime you want to, and that's going to trigger optimism. And that will put you in the higher performance category, being very motivated, high achiever, optimistic. That is my first tip. If you don't have enough gratitude in your life, that could be a reason that you're lacking motivation and not achieving the results that you want. That's the first one. Next, when people mention motivation, I am reminded that, again, this is in the Bible. This is modern psychology. This is backed up by thousands of years of human nature study that if you wait to be motivated before you take action, you're doing it wrong. A lot of us think that, man, I just don't feel motivated. And that means I can't do it yet because until I feel motivated to do it, I just can't. It's physically impossible until I feel inspired, until I feel motivated, I can't move forward. So there we sit, waiting to be inspired, waiting for something to inspire us. When modern psychology and biblical truth tells us that the way to get motivated is to start moving in the direction that you know you should, doing that next right thing. What is that thing? If I was running on all cylinders, very optimistic, very excited, very motivated, what would I be doing right now? Start doing that thing, even if you don't feel like it. The motivation will come. You see that the motivation trails action, not the other way around. A lot of us think, and we can easily fall into the default mode of thinking that once I'm motivated, then I'll be likely to take the best right action. No. That doesn't work. We've all experienced going to motivational seminars or reading a motivational book or attending a motivational weekend event kind of thing. And we're like, oh, I feel so good. I'm going to tackle the world. And then that feeling fades. If you don't take action, that feeling is gone within a few days. You got to take action, being, bring the action with you. And that motivation will fuel that flight forward. So that's my next tip is don't wait for motivation. Take action. The motivation will come. Next, let's talk about 
finding your why is a very popular phrase. And I'm not as big a fan of it as many people are. I understand. I think it's valuable to know your why. I get it. I understand what people are saying. But to me, that's it's the same why every time. If you're going to break it down to the core answer, the core right answer, the best answer for finding your why, it has to be other people. Or I would argue it's irresponsible or selfish or dead end. Why? Your why has to be others. So rather than finding your why, I like to phrase it simply as keep in mind the people that you're doing it for. Conversation I had with some of our coaching team a few years ago, we'd been doing coaching for well over a decade. And some of the guys who'd been with me since the beginning, we were having a chat very transparently and just said, you know, at this point, we've helped thousands of people. We've had so many students come through. We've seen our ups and downs and great success stories. And we get asked the same questions over and over and over. And at, at times you'd think it would become monotonous at some point, but it, it just had me. And I said, guys, have you ever been bored? Have you ever felt like this was monotonous in any way? And we all agreed, no, there's nothing monotonous or boring. It, it was easy for us to remain motivated. Why do you think that is? And we identified very quickly. It's because of this truth that I'm talking to you about right now. We had identified our why or stated more succinctly from my vantage point, we were doing it for others. We were fully engaged and fully aware that the reason we were doing it was for our families, our spouses, our kids, our customers, making sure that they had something better than what they had before because of the work that we were doing. And then you add on your customers, you're making their life better. And we sell on Amazon, for example. Okay. So keep in mind the very specific scenarios of the people who you're helping, the convenience that you're adding to their life even the people that you're buying the product for, you're creating jobs, all the people. You could identify if we sat down and brainstormed a thousand people whose lives are improved every time you buy anything. Even if you're just going to eat the candy bar that you just bought, a thousand people's lives were moved forward in a positive direction because of that purchase. Now imagine if instead of just consuming it, you actually move it to someone else who uses it. Now you're benefiting even more people and the list grows. As the saying goes, again, referencing my good friend and mentor, Daniel Lappin, it is impossible to succeed in business. It is impossible to make a profit in business without dramatically and positively improving the lives of countless other people. So once you consider that your business, as it's making a profit, as it's growing, is benefiting the lives of countless others, and you're able to imagine that and put names and faces to those people, even, even if it's imaginary faces, you are improving the lives of a lot of other people. That's very motivating. That will propel you forward. If you make it about you getting what you want on your own terms because I want these toys, well, once you discover that you've achieved that and arrived there, you'll be miserable. It reminds me very much of the journey towards trying to get a gold medal. You know, I love professional athletes and people who work and dedicate a lot of time and effort and energy, but if they're just doing it so they can achieve it for themselves, you hear all the time how depressed they get after they've arrived. I'm here. I did it. Now what? It was all about them. And I would argue that they didn't do it for others. And that made it kind of a dead end. Like, okay, you're there. Now what? But if you find a way to do it for others, bring others along on the journey, let them experience the positive, the achievement, the accomplishment, have another next level of pouring into other people's lives on the other side of whatever your goals are, whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Others, others, others is the best why you will ever have. So find your why, or better stated, figure out how what you do is positively impacting 
the lives of many others. Well, that's the short episode that I had for you today. Hopefully those very specific tips are helpful to you. I could go on and on on this topic. It's a topic of passion. There's probably some other things I definitely easily could have said, but I think those really do kind of put a nice uh, checklist together for you to go through. Hopefully something I said challenged you. If you want to hang out with about 70,000 people in a Facebook group who are doing life and business, I think as good as any other group that you can find out there, if not light years ahead of so many of them, because we are a very positive, supportive group. We don't feel like we're among competitors. We're there to support each other and you can come see it for yourself. I would invite you to join our Facebook group. You can find a link to our free Facebook group at silentgym.com. The vast majority of people there are trying to grow businesses using Amazon creatively. There's many different strategies for making money on Amazon. We have a pretty proven path that we put people on. So they start with the basics, put some money in the bank, take very small risks, grow as you go. That's our flagship course that will take you through those steps. It's called the Proven Amazon Course at provenamazoncourse.com. And then we have a coaching program as well if you want some one-on-one attention. But I hope you found this episode useful. Like I said, I want to keep this thing very short so you can expect these midweek short episodes to be something you can get something relevant from and then move on with your day. Hopefully I've helped challenge and motivate you in some way. But until the next episode that we have, God bless you, Business Building Warrior. We're in your corner. We're here to support you. Let us know how we can help. I'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.